This is Mike Emke from Weeby Geeks, Mighty Marvel Geeks, and Wookie Radio. Today on episode number 295 of the Computer Tutor Podcast, we're talking about Amazon. Most people, when buying something on Amazon, will take a look at the reviews to see what kind of experiences other people have had when they've bought that product. But did you know that a lot of Amazon reviews are fake? Today, we'll learn about how you can check an Amazon item and make sure you're actually looking at real reviews. Another episode of The Computer Tutor, tips, tricks, and advice from a computer pro, without all the tech talk. And now, here is your computer tutor, Scott Johnson. Well, good morning and welcome back to The Computer Tutor Podcast. I am your personal computer tutor, Scott Johnson. And on this podcast, I like to show you how to do cool things on your computer. And if you're a geek, be sure to hang around till after today's computer tip to hear about Michael's three geeky podcasts. For me, I love fixing computers, and I've been doing this as a business since 1999. So coming up on 20 years, I can do just about anything computer-related, and I do a lot of repairs remotely, so it doesn't matter where you are. So if you have any kind of computer problem, just give me a call, 727-254-9078. Or email me at pctutor at gmail.com. And today's tip can be seen at my website if you go to computertutorflorida.com forward slash 295. So let's get started. You want to do an interesting study? Read a few articles on the concept of social proof. It's pretty fascinating. You know, I'm always interested in how the mind works, how we make decisions, and why we as humans behave the way we do, that kind of thing. And the topic of social proof is right in that mix. See, social proof is the idea that we're more likely to do something if it's obvious that a lot of other people are already doing it. Online marketers use this all the time, and they'll keep using it because it's very effective. Think about some of these things you've seen online. You go on eBay and you're looking at a product to buy. And what's at the top of the eBay listing? 57 sold in the last 24 hours. Or maybe you visit a crowdfunding site like Indiegogo or Kickstarter. You know, these places are trying to promote products that are new and pretty much untested. Now, are you more likely to invest in something that no one else has bought yet or a product that's already got like 15,000 pre-orders? Even Wikipedia. A lot of people will read a Wikipedia article and pretty much assume it's true, or at least most of it, but all that article is is the combined opinions of other people who wrote what's on that page. It just seems more believable because it appears that a lot of other people believe it. So social proof is around us all over the place, and it's very powerful, and one place that uses it very effectively is Amazon. I buy stuff from Amazon all the time, and I bet you do too. And okay, I have to just say this while we're talking about Amazon. If you like this podcast and you want to support the show, all you have to do is make your Amazon purchases through my affiliate link, which is computertutorflorida.com forward slash shop. When you go to that address, it takes you directly to the Amazon site and you buy whatever you're going to buy and you pay the exact same price, just like you always do. The difference is when you go through that link, I get a little referral fee from Amazon just for sending you over there. So you can support the show without spending any more money than you would anyway. Now, when I'm shopping on Amazon, there are some things I just click and buy without even thinking about it. 
Like recently, a tech friend of mine, Steve Cherubino, recommended a book called Dot Com Secrets, and he was just raving about this book and the great strategies it had for online marketing. We were talking about it while I was over at his place about a week ago, and I was looking at his copy of the book, and I said, hey, would you mind if I just borrowed it for a few days? And I could tell by his face he really didn't want to part with it, even for a few days. So I told him, hey, no problem. I mean, Steve's a good friend. He's a fellow podcaster, and he does online marketing. And obviously, this book was pretty, you know, it was an important tool for him. So if this book is so great, I clearly wanted to get a copy for myself. So I went home, I found it on Amazon, and I just ordered it. The point I'm trying to make is that for a purchase like this, I don't need to scroll down and read the Amazon reviews before I purchase it. I know I want it, so I just order it. But not all purchases are like that. Sometimes I'm buying a product that I haven't bought before, and so I really don't know much about it. Not too long ago, I was wanting a little rearview mirror that I could clip onto the bill of my hat so I could use it while I'm riding my bike. I don't really like the mirrors that are mounted on the handlebars. I like having the mirror right up there in front of my eyes. So I went on Amazon and I looked at what was available and part of the process was to read the reviews so I could see what kind of experiences some other people had had after they purchased this particular mirror. That's the social proof I'm talking about. And I ended up getting it and I'm pretty happy with it so far. But what a lot of people don't know is that the reviews on Amazon are not always genuine or legitimate. In fact, some of them are completely made up. You might recall, originally Amazon actually allowed sellers to compensate people for their reviews. You probably read some Amazon reviews that had that disclaimer that said, I was given this product at a discount or free in exchange for my honest and unbiased review. That's the statement that Amazon required them to make. Well, that didn't really work. Turns out that most of the reviews that were given by these compensated reviewers ended up being positive, five stars. And, you know, really that shouldn't come as a big surprise. If you're an Amazon seller, are you going to compensate someone for reviews if that person gives a bunch of negative reviews? Of course not. Those people wouldn't get hired. The reviewers want to keep getting the products for free, so they would just say how great it is, even though it really wasn't. Well, Amazon just couldn't allow that to continue, so they made a rule. No reviews from people who are getting paid to review or getting the product for free. So you think that solved the problem? No way. In fact, it actually made it worse because there are still many people being compensated for their positive reviews, but now there's no disclaimer to let you know that. So just by reading the review, you can't tell if the review is genuine or fake. And I should say, Amazon sellers don't just pay for people to write five-star reviews about their products. They also pay for one-star, very negative reviews about their competitors' products. Yeah, it's a pretty scummy way to do business, but it's happening all over Amazon. And the people doing the reviews are making money two different ways. First, of course, they get money from the seller by PayPal just for doing the review. Then, since they get to keep the product for free, they can take that product and sell it on eBay themselves, and they get that money too. And the bad thing is, there's very little Amazon can do to stop this. If they catch someone blatantly doing these paid reviews, they'll shut down their account, but for everyone they shut down, there's 10 more to pop up and take their place. So as a person who wants to buy something on Amazon, what can you do? Well, I'll tell you what you can do. You can use a free service called FakeSpot, F-A-K-E-S-P-O-T, FakeSpot.com. 
And it's really easy. When you're looking at the Amazon listing, just go up to the address bar and copy that website address, then go to fake spot and paste it in. Now, fake spots will take a few seconds and then it's going to show you its analysis of the reviews on that product and whether or not they're actually legitimate reviews or if they're just more likely paid reviews that aren't really accurate. This is a good example of how a computer can do some things a lot better than a human brain can. This site can read the reviews, they spot the trends in certain language that's used, and they throw in some other algorithms that are handy and they just figure it all out for you. And it only takes a few seconds for all that to happen. Definitely more than my little brain can accomplish. Now, is it always 100% accurate? No, but using this service will give you a lot better chance at making a purchase decision since it's going to give you a pretty good idea of how valid the reviews are. And it's definitely more accurate than just reading the reviews and hoping they're all for real, which they aren't. And if you find yourself using this service all the time, you might consider getting the FakeSpot browser extension that works in Chrome or Firefox or Safari. Most browser extensions are free, but FakeSpot is $1.99 a month. But you can try it for free, but then it's $1.99 every month. But if you do use it a lot, it might be worth it. For me, I'm fine just using the free version of the website. And now here's Michael Emke again to tell us about his three podcasts. Thanks, Scott. Hey, I'm Mike Emke from the Weeby Geeks, Mighty Marvel Geeks, and Wookie Radio podcast. Uh, Weeby Geeks is a general all geek culture, pop culture podcast. Uh, Mighty Marvel Geeks, uh, we talk all things Marvel and Wookie Radio, of course, all things Star Wars. Almost went into my little joke of Wookie Radio. It's that Star Trek show where we talk about the, the battleship Galactica and Xenomorphs. But I don't want to confuse you. We talk everything Star Wars on that show. Of course, with all three shows, um, we cover TV, film, collectibles, comics, books. Uh, we bring in... Um, People from the culture into the show, uh, voice actors, regular actors, uh, comic book creators, etc. Uh, we be geeks. We started back in 2012, uh, getting close to my six year anniversary there. Uh, Mighty Marvel Geeks is about five years old, uh, coming this fall. Wookiee Radio is about two years old. Um, and of course, with Mighty Marvel Geeks and Wookiee Radio, you can also find us every Saturday night on Sorcerer Radio, uh, the top Disney internet radio station. Um, it's, it's been fun. I, you know, being an audio engineer in my professional life, um, working for a, a local theme park here in the Orlando, Florida area, um, I enjoy talking, talking geek culture. It's part of the reason why I became an audio engineer and just absolutely fall in love. And I'm just glad to have what I have. Um, you can find the shows on iTunes or Apple podcast now, Stitcher, TuneIn, and anywhere else you might go and listen to podcasts. Um, feel free to give us a shout. Uh, give us the three episode listen. If you like us after three episodes, continue listening. Um, so our websites are WeebyGeeks.net, MightyMarvelGeeks.net, WookieRadio.net. Uh, 
contact information is there. Listen to the show. We usually give our contact information for for uh, Twitter, Facebook, emails, and uh, can't wait to hear from you. Uh, leave us a voicemail, too, on, on our SpeakPipe that we have on the sites. Um, other than that, thanks for your time. And uh, Scott, back to you. Thanks, Michael. And usually right here is where I tell you about my Amazon affiliate link, but I've already done that. So I'll just say, hey, I'd love to hear from you. And if you do want to get in touch with me, you can email me at pctutor at gmail.com, or you can call my podcast voicemail line, 727-386-9468, and you can leave a recorded message there anytime, day or night. And that'll do it for this episode, but I'll be back here before you know it with another computer tip. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Computer Tutor Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to contact me with a question, a comment, or a suggestion for a future topic, you're welcome to do so at my website, computertutorflorida.com. And while you're there, sign up for my free Monday morning email newsletter. If you have a computer problem, give me a call at 727-254-9078. In many cases, I can take care of a problem remotely, so it doesn't matter if you're here in Florida, up in Maine, or way out in California. I'd love to help. Thanks again for listening, and have a great week. God bless. And to the scumbag who stole 300 cans of Red Bull from my shop, I don't know how you sleep at night.